Sick nasty. Sick nasty. Kickflip. Kickflip Ollie. Hi, my name is K- my name is Kickflip Dick. And Hi, my name is Ollie Halfpipe, and I'm a skater. <laughs> Can you tell? My name my name is um oh god, yeah, Manuel yeah. James. <laughs> That's gonna look so bad when you edit this, but that really took me by surprise. I, I'm Manuel James. This is my brother, Automatic James. It well, it just took me a, a minute to think of the third skateboard thing that I know, and that's that <laughs> manuals are a thing. God, I love being a skater and knowing mm-hmm. the tricks and doing things with my feet. Did I ever tell you about how my brother broke his arm? This is related. Okay, yeah. Should we start the podcast before we do that? Uh, no, it's funnier if I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my brother broke his arm because he used to be a skater, a hashtag cool thing, because uh, that's mm-hmm. what you did in the early to mid-2000s. You skateboarded. Um, and he was drinking a Rockstar energy drink, and he started to fall off his board of skate, and he was like, well, I'm gonna fall, but I don't want to drop my drink. So, like, he maneuvered his body in such a way that he, like, wanted to keep his drink upright, and it broke his fucking arm. Because <laughs> he's an idiot, and I hope he listens to this and knows that he's an idiot. Uh, here's what I'm gonna say, uh, and if you're listening, supposed brother, uh, uh, Zachary, uh, if you're listening, I sympathize, because I probably would have done the exact same thing. Mars! Not allowed to sympathize. Alright, let's start the podcast. Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. And I'm Mars. This is a podcast where each and every week we, uh, we spend some time rediscovering what makes music so special. Um, hey, Miles. Hey, Mars. You're f- so fucking sick. I'm the illest to the fullest, to the max to yeah. the fullest. Um, I'm ill, and also I'm house-sitting, um, I'm house-sitting for a family. Listen, okay, so I'm house-sitting for this family that, like, I fairly regularly house-sit for when they, like, go somewhere or whatever, they have a great little greyhound, is very cute. But listen, listen to this. This is conspiratorial. They have this 1,000 piece puzzle, like, um, out <laughs> on the table. Uh-huh. Um, sure. Like, like, there's, like, you know, only partially done because they're, like, doing it. Um, and I, right. I need to take a piece. You know what I mean? Like, I need, I need to take a piece. <laughs> No, you don't. I need to. I just. I want. No, you do not. No, I, you absolutely. No, I'm. So I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you there. You absolutely do not. And this is going out. <laughs> Your plan is going out. It will find. So, it might not find its way back immediately. But if you take a piece and the, they are finishing that puzzle, somehow, someday, they are going to find out. No. And they are going to know. 
and there's no way you will be able to escape that. Oh, that's very true. I have another story relating to a puzzle piece. And my brother, full circle mama. Um, I was at my friend uh, Foster and Nathan's, now just Nathan's house. Um, and he's like doing up the backyard and I, there was just like a puzzle piece sitting there and he doesn't own puzzles. He's not that kind of dude. He's not that kind mm-hmm. of bloke. And it was just Well, there. obviously somebody stole a puzzle piece like you I'm were assuming, planning on doing. Because everyone does that. It's the funniest thing no, to do. No um, one does that. Everyone does that. Listen, no you one have to be that. that there's always that one urge to just be like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if they couldn't finish the stupid puzzle? Anyway. I have. And so it was I just have like. never. I have never. (laughs) You're not a normal person. I Um, know that. And it was just like sitting in the like in the gravel that he just put in, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it was like around Christmas time, and I'd just been given a small wizard statue by my friend Joe. Um, So now the wizard holds the puzzle piece, Uh, and then it fell off, and I was like, "What's something funny I could do with this puzzle piece?" Because my family is very. Um, I don't know how to explain this. Fucking strange. Um, I'm sure every family has this sort of thing. Uh, when my, when I was a kid and so was my brother, uh, my mum and my brother had this game where they had a plastic spider and they would hide it places to like scare each other. And then like the other person would hide it and then, you know, so on and so forth. And then my sure, mum and I, I mean, had, things happen. My mum and I had a similar game where she bought a little cutie baby doll um one of those little angels uh and and we we hide that on each other i think it's currently in the terrarium one day i put it in her tea canister so she lifted up a tea bag its face was staring at her like that sort of thing um so i put the puzzle piece on my brother's pillow like just sitting Mm -hmm. there (laughs) in a sort of ominous fashion um, cause he's going away for a couple of days to his girlfriend's house. So, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to come of that. I just thought it was really probably, funny. you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. He won't even probably, react to it. Probably not a goddamn thing is going to happen. If I walked, if I came home and there, there was a puzzle piece. Well, if there, <laughs> okay. If there was a puzzle piece. There was a millennium on... puzzle piece. <laughs> And then I started, finally, my Yu-Gi-Oh! quest. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry, Sorry, my dual monsters quest. Dual monsters Let's quest. get it right. Yeah, come on now. Let's, Let's be professionals yeah. about this shit. Let's be professionals about it. It's dual monsters. Ahem. Ahem uh, my dual monsters quest oh. would finally begin. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Miles. Hi, Miles. Uh, so we have, we have an important duty to do today before we get on to, um, oh my God, to Miles, our special guest. Duty. What did you tell me? Are you fucking, are we seven? Miles, are yeah. we seven? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> uh, no, that would really, <laughs> that would be, you know what? Being seven again, it would be re- really bad for me, actually. Yeah, you know that movie 13 going on 30? It's 21 no. going on 7. You haven't seen 13 going on 30? Oh, we're going to have a movie night. Okay. Um, so we have an important um, responsibility. I guess I have to use a different word. Uh, we have a important responsibility before we get on to our special guest uh, today mm-hmm. and and that whole main portion of the show uh, for today uh, because Miles is sick, so we're just kind of cutting down uh, the show so that he can use his voice less. Uh, although so far that has been working, um, using his voice just as much, if not more. I love talking uh, so much. 
Um, but uh, our important responsibility is announcing the winners of the Artificial Ghost oh, yeah. Music Awards. Uh, so I'll I'll just bring them up. I don't know if you have checked them since I did mid poll, but I didn't see mm-hmm. the results. So uh, I'll just I'll just go through them. Oh man, I wish I forgot to bring cards again. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I can shuffle puzzle pieces. Again, don't. They have it perfectly arranged so that when they come back, they can just come back and get right to the puzzle. I know I know puzzle people. I'm one of them. Oh, sure. Oh, God, are you? Uh, no, not really. But we do have a puzzle on our coffee table right now. What kind of puzzle is it on your coffee table? Uh, it is, uh, it's just a, a regular old jigsaw puzzle, uh, and it is of a bunch of hot air balloons. Just really sexy balloons. It was really hot. Oh, oh, that, okay. That's the joke you were is going that, for. Is it good? Is it a good joke? Um, so the winner of Best New Artist. Do you ever look at your sound waves and they kind of look like vases? Uh, yes. Um, (laughs) this is, this is going to be a fun show. Come on! (laughs) Uh, so, uh, our winner for Best New Artist is Caliucci's. Yeah, okay. That's valid. It is. Uh, Remo Drive was not actually that far behind. I, I'm actually very curious what the results would be if I didn't include the third spaghetti, (laughs) uh, option. I forgot you did that. In, uh, so, uh, let's, we'll break it down. Uh, Kali Uchi's got 47% of the votes. Mm-hmm. Remo Drive got 33% of the votes, so not that far behind. Spaghetti got 20% of the votes. That's because you are a, a, a joker. You're a japer, you're a jester, and you put spaghetti in there. And everyone likes spaghetti. That's a fact. So... So for best musical moment, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, the the the, <coughs> the nominees for best musical moment are "Things We Lost in the Fire" or "This Is America's Release" or "Spaghetti," I or guess. Spaghetti, I guess. <clears throat> and the winner is "Shuffle Shuffle." God. This is America's release. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I kind of expected it to win, although. Um, You've all seen it. You've all seen it is the thing, right? Like, not not everyone's heard or cares about things that lost in the fire, but everyone saw that. Okay, you might you might cut this out of note, but this is just like a fun anecdote, is that my, like, my friend Jen was over at my house for New Year's, mm-hmm. <laughs> a regular listener of the show. And she was like, yeah, I don't really like that much rap music or anything. Um, And so I didn't listen to the Brockhampton special. (laughs) Can't do that. And I was like, that's more than fair. So there are definitely some listeners that, uh, you know, just don't really like Brockhampton. Yeah, no, it's totally fair. It's it's absolutely fair. Um, uh, the Brockhampton special is actually one of our least listened to episodes, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Yeah, is that the end of your sentence? That's the end of my sentence. It's fine. Um, okay, he- here's the thing. Here's here's how I know that not many of our fans are, are that into Brockhampton, which is, it's whatever. Wrong, but fu- fine. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, seriously, like, like, fucking music tastes and whatever. But Spaghetti did beat out Things We Lost in the Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna die. 
It got it got thirty one percent of the votes, and things we lost in the fire got fifteen percent of the votes. It sounds like a bad like a joke that like a three year old would make was just like, "What did I lose in the fire? Spaghetti." You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't have any concept of comedy. Hey, I thought that was actually pretty funny. <sighs> I'm glad. Uh, so the 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 here here's the big one. Oh, for all the money, the big one, the the. It, and let me tell you, it, it was it got pretty close by the end. Uh, with with uh, a total of seventeen votes for this category, best new album goes to it was Dirty Computer, like mm-hmm. by a landslide, by a massive landslide. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Like by it by a like eighty two percent of the people, yeah, voted for Dirty Computer. And here's the thing: zero percent of people voted for Isolation. <laughs> So that means <laughs> that I have not done my job. Clearly, my goodness. So 2017 is 20 or did I say 2017? What? Twi- where are you? Twi- 2019 is the year of listening to isolation. <laughs> you can't do this again. Mars, I can I love and, you I, and I, I can't let you do that. I can and I won't. So making me laugh. Uh, I'm so fucking sick. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Hey, hey, Miles. Hi, Miles. Uh, do you think maybe we should uh to to time warp <laughs> over to uh Let's to to uh to our special? You want to go talk to our special guest, Le- Liz Lehman? <laughs> do it again. Do that one again. Liz Lehman. Good old two take Mars. Um <laughs> I said it. I after a while. Yeah, so let's uh let's take it over to our guest. Be our guest, be our guest. I don't know the rest of the words, but it's beauty of the beast, beauty of the beast. <laughs> I'm really good at singing beauty of the Hi everyone! Welcome back. Uh, we are joined by the by the ever wonderful uh, Liz Le- uh, Liz Lehman. I almost Liz Lehman. <laughs> we had this whole conversation about how I pronounced your name right, and then I almost pronounced it wrong immediately. <laughs> I'm almost just thinking of having it like legally changed because everyone everyone does the Liz Lemon thing, which is fine. I like Thirty Rock. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I about that. Like if if you're going to be compared to any like woman on television, Liz Lemon Liz Lemon is not a bad choice at all. <laughs> Definitely not the worst choice. Not the worst choice. There, <laughs> um, yeah, name a bad woman, Mars. <laughs> I wasn't. I don't. Here's the thing. I specified woman for absolutely no reason, and then I realized that I like weirdly backed myself into a corner. <laughs> the only no, I'm really, I'm really curious. I think of is Penny from Big Bang Theory. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just because of well, Big Bang Theory. He, here's here's the main thing. I don't have any examples because I don't really watch TV. Mm, so thing. yeah. Uh, anyway, it's it's Liz it's Liz Lehman of the Scary Jokes. Everyone, Hi. clap clap! Woohoo! It's me. Uh, so uh, you uh, you recently released your uh, your latest album, your third album, 
Burn Pygmalion, A Better Guide to Romance. I want to start uh, just by talking about the album a little bit, um, mm-hmm. because I, I personally think this album is a, a really wonderful achievement. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I so I know you you recorded this in in like a home studio, aka like a bedroom, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, like I like especially for that setup you have, like it sounds incredibly polished and and really refined. Yeah, that surprised uh, me when you said that. Yeah, it's it's a really crisp sounding album, and like this is like the sort of quality I would expect from like a band on a major indie label. But you did it mostly by yourself, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, could you could you talk about the creative process that you had in making the album and and what makes it what and who made made it into what it is today? Um. Yeah. Well, I've been um working on this album like on and off for the past uh, three ish years. Like I started writing songs for it right after I put out my second album, April Fools. Um. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've just kind of been working on it in bits and pieces. I really kind of got the ball rolling on it, like, over the summer. Um, And that's where I actually wrote, like, about half the songs on the album. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of um, felt inspired, I guess. So I got a lot of work done in, like, a few weeks. Um, But yeah, like you said, recording in a bedroom is not usually an ideal environment for uh, recording an album. Um, yeah. Yeah. I um I really just recorded it on my bed. <laughs> like I didn't have any kind of like um sound dampening equipment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So um you have to get kind of creative with like what you do to the vocals. Um so this album has like a lot of um filters and like distortion and stuff and that's really just like me covering up the sounds of like my cat <laughs> and <laughs> my cat mostly see, see, <laughs> yeah I, I i find that funny because i like i i really think that like those sorts of like distortions and stuff like really add to the texture of the album and i i think it really you know it helps a lot and i think i i wonder i wonder how what the album would be like if you did record it in like a proper studio hmm. yeah that is that is something to think about because um like, a lot of the time, like, what you're limited by kind of leads to um, the, like, defining sound of what you're mm-hmm. what you're making. Um, Brian Eno said something pretty interesting about that, like, about how um, video game soundtracks are very um, nostalgic and iconic, um, like, NES and SNES games, but that's just because, you know, like, they couldn't put, like, an orchestral recording on their video game. Yeah. They were yeah. limited right. to what they were working with, so... And that sort of birthed the whole like chiptune sort of genre so that everyone, oh, yeah. like, there's a lot of people that play in that space of like using a very limited uh, musical palette to create different songs and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a blessing in disguise sometimes, I think. But uh, yeah, I'm happy that it, it went the way that it did. It wouldn't be the same album if I did it in a studio. But the other result might have been interesting too. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, it's always like, you know, like people talk about like a, a creative process and i you know i asked you about a creative process but like a lot of the times it's not as cut and dry as that it's it's really like you make in with what you're what you have and what you're given and like like you were saying like there are a lot of 
a lot of creative stuff that can happen from those limitations and yeah i don't know like i i you know you i i believe you were talking on twitter about like wanting to get some some sound dampening equipment and i'm i'm very curious to to see like what your music would like would and will look like when you know you're able to record cleaner audio oh yeah i mean it's gonna be so much easier i'm really looking forward to it (laughs) um And the equipment that I'm getting is, like, not real sound equipment. I'm making, like, this crazy thing out of um, a collapsible laundry bin and, like, um, like acoustic sound treatment kind of foam. Sure. Um, yeah. It, like, the finished result looks like this crazy, like, VR helmet, like, dungeon <laughs> for your head that you have to just, like, stick just your head in. Um, so that'll be, like, interesting to, like, sing into, but it works really well, so I'm excited to, like, not have to mix my cat knocking books off my shelf out of the final mix. That'll be really nice. Um, Miles, you wanna... Yeah, I'm gonna go to a question now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, In a nutshell, can you describe the narrative that you maybe intended or like the vibe that you were going for for the album? See, sure. see, that's 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 great because I'm a big dumbass who is terrible at reading <laughs> lyrics. Oh, um, yeah. it's it's fine. I have terrible reading comprehension to be honest. Um, but yeah, so the plot of the album. Um, it's interesting. It's been interesting to see people's interpretations and people read like so closely into it. And um, mm-hmm. that's always like so interesting to see. And a lot of the time they'll come up with stuff that's cooler than what I came up with. So I'm <laughs> oh, kind of hesitant that. to like dispel that. <laughs> but um, the great thing is that when people assume those sorts of things, you can go like, yeah, yeah, I totally meant that. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I meant. I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are doing like multi-album interpretations. Like this is a throwback to this album. And I'm just like, oh, I actually just used that metaphor like a couple different times. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. It's totally related. Um, (laughs) but okay, so the actual plot, um, basically, um, how it starts is this entertainment journalist just got into a new relationship with, um, an up and coming movie star. Um, and like, yeah, like side B, the first few songs are just kind of like this whirlwind, like they're getting to know each other. They're like super into each other. They're sharing all this stuff with each other. Um, and it's like, it's going really well. It's accelerating really fast. Um, and around the end of the first half of the album, um, Sylvia, the movie star and Janine is the journalist. Um, Mm -hmm. she decides to, um, or she has to go to film a movie for a few months. Um, and she asks Janine to watch her like sprawling country estate and Janine's like, sick, I can do that. Um, Uh but, um, Janine has kind of a complicated, um, relationship to love and getting to know someone because, um, she in the past has been, uh, burned pretty bad by her ex. Mm -hmm. Um, so she has all these, um, all these kind of doubts that start bubbling up as soon as, like, Sylvia isn't, like, physically there for her to be like, oh yeah, this person is fine. I trust this person. They're great. I'm in a good relationship right now. So 
her um her doubts and her paranoia and all these kind of unhealthy thoughts start compounding when she's alone um mm-hmm. and uh yeah so like side b of the album is kind of um just her going deeper and deeper into this unhealthy place until uh sylvia comes back at the end of the album and they're together again and it's all good and uh, it kind of leaves like it open ended at the end whether or not things work out, but Janine is hopeful that they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the general storyline. That's really interesting. Oh. Yeah, I, I I sort of like I don't know. I I definitely like got the general. I I was actually closer to the actual story when I was listening than I thought I was. Um, although. I did have a bad habit of taking monster literally. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be it a cool w- alternate take. One of them's like a werewolf. Yeah, I kind of wanted one of them to be a werewolf. You just want everyone to be a werewolf. Well, I never I never denied that they weren't, if yeah. you think about it. Maybe they're both yeah. werewolves. Maybe they're both werewolves. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> A lot to think about. And, like, they don't want the other one to find out, but then, like, full moon happens, and they're like, oh, cool. (laughs) We're both werewolves. Sick. Now I'm imagining this as, as like, a stage musical, and in my head, it's amazing. Um, I feel like out of your head, it would be amazing. Out of my head, it would be be even more amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Let's be real. I can picture it. Um, uh... So I definitely had a point that I was trying to get to earlier, but I forgot it. So let's move on <laughs> to my sorry. second question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I really, really do love the the production on this album. I, I really think, like, like, to me, this is how I think digital instruments should be played. There is so much heart in the way that, like, in the way that you play the... Uh, in, in the way that you make the instrumentation, there's so much heart and you can hear, you can really hear that. Um, and I'm really also impressed with like the variance of it. I could totally listen to a whole album produced like, do you believe me? Uh, with that like super heavy trance. Oh yeah. Um, the album feels like very cohesive overall. Uh, at, you know, at least I think so. Um, Thank you. So, what guides you when making the instrumental to a song? Um, I kind of like go into it with a vague idea of what I want it to sound like, or what it's mostly like. What feeling I want to get from it, or what feeling mm-hmm. I want other people to get when they listen to it. Um, and there's still I've only done three albums. Um. And this album is the first one that I've done with new recording software, which has been awesome because I was using GarageBand before and this is a lot more like I can mess around with it more and get things a little more precisely how I want it. Um, So that's cool. Um, So like really, I'm still learning how to do things like pretty much with every song that I do, I learn something else that I can use in the next song. Um, so, like, I really just kind of, like, experimenting and seeing where something will go and kind of thinking, like, well, I've never done this kind of sound before, so what would that sound like in my style, I guess? Um, and that, Do You Believe Me, was definitely one of those tracks. Um, Starstruck was another one where, um, I hadn't really done anything, like, the second half of it that, like, 
kind of transition. Yeah, yeah. I really love the second half of, of Starstruck. Thank you. That's honestly probably like my favorite thing that I recorded on this album. It was one of the things that I recorded at, at the very end when I was working on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, I I think, like, you do a really great job of, like, capturing the emotions, because like I said earlier, like, you know, I did get a, a, a sense of the story, and I was closer than I thought I was, um, but, uh, like, I didn't get that because I understood, like, because I was listening to the lyrics and processing what they meant, because that's not how my brain do, uh, <laughs> But I got that, you know, mostly from the production, and I think it it really worked, and I think it it really, uh, I think you did a a really great job with it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Moss is so sweet. (laughs) Look at that. So sweet. What? I'm just, I'm just saying thanks. I'm just saying things until Miles interrupts me with a question. (laughs) I love interrupting you. It's my favorite activity. Yeah. Now, here's the thing is, is that like, I say that, but like, you never interrupt me. And it it means that I will talk for far too long. Because I'm not a bastard. Um, my next question is, and this is like one that I'm always super interested in hearing artists talk about, uh, what are some of your inspirations that are both musical and otherwise, like any sort of book or movie or person or anything like that? Oh, um, well, I have quite a few musical influences. Um, I'm like, I'm really into very like emotional kind of confessional sounding bands. Like I have no chill when it comes to music. I'm always just like putting on the depression tunes or the like, I'm mad today tunes. Um, but, uh, yeah, one of the person who actually, um, got me into songwriting was, uh, Daniel Johnston which I think he's like a pretty common influence for a lot of songwriters because he just makes songwriting seem very accessible. Who, who, who is this cat? I haven't heard of him. <laughs> um, I will tell you who Daniel Johnson is. Um, <clears throat> he was uh, pretty active in like, from like 1985 to 1990. Um, and his whole deal is he would record things on just like these eight track tapes, like on a boom box. And um, he would hand out the tapes just to like random people. And uh, that's just how he got popular, which is kind of crazy. Like that's how he did it back in the day. Um, but uh, yeah, his, his songs are just very, uh, very sweet. They can be really sad and they're just like a very, very like nakedly emotional. Um, like he's a good lyricist, but he's pretty straightforward with how he feels more than anything. Um, so this dude's walking around the street giving out his, his depression mixtape to random folks <laughs> and and kicks off a whole music career. That's pretty dope. I know. It's crazy. Um, yeah. He has like a very unique, um, very like approachable energy that I think people really are drawn to. Um, well, yeah, he'd have to have an approachable energy for me to take a, a tape from someone <laughs> off on the street yeah and like he he lived in austin and mtv was filming this thing in austin and he just like showed up to it and like played a song like he wasn't invited like he was just like i'm on tv now and they were like okay (laughs) um and he uh he blew up from that and that's just really awesome it was like Um, the wild west of music back then (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know if that's even something that you can do now. I feel like it would come off as kind of gimmicky. Someone like being like, I recorded a cassette for you. Like, I think you'd why get didn't you just like. Before you went in the building. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. And like, I mean, here's the thing record players have already come back. I don't know the cassettes are coming back in a major <laughs> way. I think that cassettes are like, people like collecting them because they're cute and you can make them on the cheap, but like, I literally like, I've I've made cassettes in the past and someone was like, I was at a con and selling some cassettes and someone was like, oh, these are cool. And they almost bought it. And then they were like, wait, I don't have a tape player. I was like, (laughs) well, just like put it on your mantle or something, (laughs) like display it. Have you guys, this is a sidebar, have you guys ever made someone a mix CD before? Because I definitely have. (laughs) Oh my god, I have. I don't don't think I ever have, and I'm almost sad that I haven't. Mars, I'm gonna make you one and ship it to you. (laughs) That's, That's valid. That's so sweet. It is very sweet. I could ship you the one that I definitely made in middle school that had like Good Charlotte and Simple Plan on it. Oh, I love Just that. like all all the pop punk jams. Oh yeah, I was it's into Screamo when I was 13, it. so it was probably oh my all gosh. that. <laughs> you were probably like cooler than me. <laughs> I was just like I, in my little like <laughs> hot topic pop punk I outfits to every cool. day. <laughs> I also, I went to, so I went to an old girls school, um, and we had a uniform and it was like brown and maroon. Um, oh, and lovely. I, I tried to get away with like wearing fingerless gloves and like putting on eyeliner and stuff and it never worked. Naruto headband. <laughs> Naruto headband. I have an Naruto headband. You can't make fun I'm... of that. No, here's the thing. I didn't know that you had one, but I knew that you had one. <laughs> Spiritually, you knew that I had an Arto headband. Yeah, it just it just makes so much sense. God, don't bully me. Don't bully me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not bullying you. You can you can you can wear whatever you want. I don't, I don't think I've ever worn know. it in public. Or you ever. gotta. You know Listen. what? You gotta. <laughs> I was. I was super into Full Metal Alchemist as a middle schooler, Dude, and I had I had the pocket watch, and it was so cool. Full Metal Alchemist is the best anime, full stop. My friend Foster <laughs> has so never good. been, uh, like, has never gone through a phase. Like, they've never had, like, a weeb phase or an emo phase or anything. And uh, we've finally convinced them to watch Full Metal Alchemist because we're like, this is something that you will like. Trust us, please, God. Everyone likes Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist. And, and they're really enjoying it, so I'm very, very glad. Oh, that's wonderful. Of course, of course they're enjoying it. It's, it's Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> uh, okay, so my final question uh, for, 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 this, for this evening's event uh, is... Uh, okay, so I, I, I obviously I follow you on Twitter, and I know that you have been... Uh, very glued to the responses and the reviews that people have been putting out since the album dropped. Um, and we all know that that's not a great idea for, like, <laughs> mentally. No. Uh, but but, we, still but we all still do it. I did the exact same thing every time we release a new episode. I did the same thing when I post art. Uh, you know, checking numbers, checking check Twitter, Tumblr, whatever. Like, we all do it. Uh, do you think though that the the response to the album has changed the way that you think about the album and do you think that there's anything to learn from it uh for your next project whenever that might happen 
Um, that's a good question because, you know, like inevitably, I think the way that people react is going to color your own perceptions of your work. Um, like, especially if you're working like pretty much on your own and like releasing like snippets here and there, maybe to like get some interest going. But, um, for the most part, you're kind of in this like echo chamber of like how you think the album sounds. Um, And it's been interesting, to say the least, like, seeing, like, kind of how other people take it. Um, I think that what I'm gonna do with this album is, like, not listen to it for a while and then come back to it. Um, I think that's probably a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. And I've gotten to a point where I'm not really checking the sites anymore, just because, like, I feel like I've taken in all the valuable advice that I need to. Um, Someone on Rate Your Music called my album The Blues Hammer of Pop, which, like, cut me to the core. (laughs) Have you guys seen the movie Ghost World? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. There's this band, um... (laughs) One of the characters is, like, this huge, like, blues fanatic, and he likes actual, like, blues music, and he goes to this bar where this blues band is playing, and they're called, like, Blues Hammer, which is a terrible name, um, and they're basically, like, if Nickelback was, like, a blues band, (laughs) so it was not a compliment, but it was, it was kind of, like, a beautiful (laughs) insult. I guess. I'm, I'm getting deja vu. I think our last guest might have mentioned this or something. That's crazy. Really? That's weird. Yeah. So people are like um, very like creatively mean online about things that they don't like. Because you have time um, to think about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I bet he was, he took a whole 10 days to come up with <laughs> that comment to leave on my <laughs> Rate Your Music page. But it's it's fine. It's very subjective. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting because like I've tried to kind of like pick out what seems to be like the most constructive feedback that I've gotten because a lot of other people are like, I don't like these five songs. They should have been cut. And then someone else would be like, those were the best five songs. I think yeah. these songs should have been cut. Um, so I think it's pretty like I said, subjective. Yeah. Um, yeah. With but, the uh, arts, it's kind of hard to hit everyone's like you know interests and references and stuff so oh my gosh yeah i mean yeah because that's that's the thing and like i I think one of the things that makes this album calling it polarizing is weird because you know i i don't know i it's not like there's that much drama around the release of this album or anything (laughs) oh i don't know about that honestly um, is there? I, I mean, like, is there drama? I, I think that like a lot of the people who are like, there are people who are like legitimately, they seem angry about it, um, and I think Why? it's because it's like. I'm not, like, a huge person. I don't have, like, a record label or anything, but, like, this album is getting, like, a decent amount of attention, um, and I think people are like, well, why? <laughs> so, um... That's, I think, kind of an element, but I don't think that people should care about that personally. Yeah. Do, do you think that maybe, like, just by virtue of being one of the first albums released in 2019, you got a lot of unexpected attention that way? Probably. People, like, especially, um, it seems like, 
um, music vloggers and people like that, like, they need something to talk about. And this is a very kind of, like, dry spell for music during the year. Mm -hmm. Like, there aren't, like, a lot of major releases that happen in January. Um, Sure. So that's actually a pretty good time if you're an independent musician to put something out because it'll, it will get attention. Um, And... What was super nice is that I was on albumoftheyear.org and for it, it like, um, it's an aggregator for like, uh, user reviews of albums. Um, sure. And like at the end of the year, they have the number one album of the year. That's kind of the whole thing of the site. Um, well, for like a whole few days, I was the album of 2019. Incredible. God. Hell yeah! I can I can say that technically I got the album of the year a year from you now. You can just and you should. I will. I need both. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> in fact, in fact, you should re-release an album of the year edition. <laughs> that is no different. It's the exact same. <laughs> I put like a bunch of like uh, just like air horns. Yes, adding to, like, a bunch of air horns. Yeah, to, some booze. Adding, adding adding a guy in the background going. Yeah, <laughs> I just I get a hype man for the the new yeah. release, and yeah. he's just like, "This is good." <laughs> it's just album a hand the pointing to it. <laughs> yeah, the the album art is just the album art from like that you currently have. It's just like a finger pointing. It's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Actually, on on the subject of the album art, um, did you draw that? Yes, I did. It is seriously wow. like my favorite art right now. It is so. It is very good. <laughs> Thank you so much. Because I and I also just like I love the seventies font. Like I think that really adds to it. But uh, oh like, yeah, like, all the colors and everything is just like super beautiful. I think you did a fantastic job. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's kind of like one of the other things that I like doing. Um, yeah, that's me as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm an artist and I do this podcast. Yeah, hell yeah, and you're great at and it. I, and 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 I and I do this podcast, and, well, and I'm not so great podcast. at it. <laughs> You're wonderful at it. Thank you. Also do 3D modeling. Don't sell yourself short. I do, but not as much as I used to. I want to do more. That's adult life, though. That's adult life, oh and also depression life. What a <laughs> yeah. Story of why this took three al- three years to release this album. Both of those things. <laughs> yep. But uh, <laughs> it's real. It's very real. <laughs> So many sleepless nights in unbaptized But in our parallel minds We were just killing time Till our collision catalyst Yeah, yeah, Uh, so, Miles, do you have any more questions, or should we move on to our new favorites? I think we can move on. I think we've covered pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about. Things are good. Things are good. All right. You guys want to hear awesome. my new favorite? Uh, yeah. So, yes. Miles. Imagine life. So, Miles. What is your, what is your new favorite? My new favorite. Oh, my new favorite? <laughs> your new favorite. <laughs> my new favorite for this week, this very special episode, is Sunflower by Post Malone and Swale from the Spider-Man Into okay. the Spider-Man movie. I know now, that Post Malone I, is a now, super rat. Thing. 
I don't like the I song. I can't. Him. I can't believe that you are bringing a song that even has Post Malone I anywhere near. I fucking it. hate him. Okay, like listen, it's <laughs> not about him. It's a good song, and I mostly want to talk about the movie a little bit. Listen, I can put. Uh, I can a, put up there with his a... raw sewage for the exact length of this song. I'm so intrigued by the selection. There was there was a YouTube ad on a video I was watching that made me listen to Post Malone for like 15 seconds, and I hated yeah, it so, so much. So you posted it on Twitter, like the like five minutes after I was like, I should bring <laughs> I should bring sunflower to the podcast, <laughs> and I was like, no, Maz is gonna hate it, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't bring it when we have a guest because Maz is gonna yell at me. Then I was like, no, let's have this confrontation right now. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so like I D- said, Duck Yeah. Never go for it. Okay, you done? I'm I'm done. I guess. Okay, I like this song despite his input. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I I I have heard the song because I did see the movie, and it is a good song. I didn't notice. I didn't know that it was a Post Malone song until. Well, same. And then I after. looked at it and I was like, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, so yeah, like I said, this is from Into the Spider Verse, which uh, I saw on my birthday just a couple weeks ago now. Um, and I will get into that after we listen to the song because I I'm just gonna info dump on everyone about how much I love this fucking movie. <laughs> Alright, so without further ado, let's give this song a listen. Let's give it a listen. Or you be left in the dust Unless I stuck by ya You're the sunflower You're the sunflower Every time I'm leaving on you You don't make it easy, no Wish I could be there for you Give me a reason to Every time I'm walking out I can hear you telling me to turn like this song less than when i first heard it <laughs> that's not valid and that's all i'm gonna say okay that's all i'm gonna Is say this because you read post malone the words yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it i liked i liked it this uh so we've talked about on the podcast like being trans and our names uh i think that was what was that like episode two or something it was like episode yeah. two yeah. uh we like chose songs that had our names in them um and so my name is miles and the main character from into the spider-verse is miles morales um and so when i was choosing my name i wasn't sure what to go with for like a, a fair while I was pretty much, I was uh, George back then, which is just like masculinized birth name, essentially. I was like, this is what trans people do, right? Um, and so my friends, uh, Indy and Jasper made a list of names they thought suited me, uh, which is what it had to come to because my friends are sick of my shit. Uh, and Miles is on there and I've always really loved the name. Uh, even more so when Miles Morales first made his appearance in, I think it was 2011 or 2012-ish, um, which uh, I think I found because I was on Tumblr and everyone was like, there's a new Spider-Man, and I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, there's a new Spider-Man, I love him. Because <laughs> uh, my dad used to collect uh, like Spider-Man comics and like memorabilia cards and that sort of thing, and I loved the first uh, three Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies from like oh 2001, they're iconic. Yes. 
Uh, and I, it was really genuinely magical watching this movie for me because uh, more than anything, Miles means a lot to me as a person uh, and Spider-Man as a whole. And yeah, I, I also found the list of names that they were suggesting for me. Uh, there's six of them. So Miles is on there. Mm-hmm. And the other five are Forrest, Levi, Milo, Rory, and Finn. So you could have had any of those as your co-host instead. Wow. Very fun. Now, okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, there's two of those that I want to touch yeah, on. Yeah, touch on them. Uh, Forrest, mm-hmm. uh, I love simply because, uh, as evidenced by my name, uh, it's such such uh trans culture to have your name be the name of a real ass yeah, thing just in nature pick some shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have like i have a friend like called phoenix and like you know that sort of thing i have a lot of pip mm-hmm. you know uh and then the second thing that i want the second name that i want to talk about real briefly uh is levi which did this list happen before or after full metal alchemist no wait <laughs> no, no sorry wrong, one. Let, wrong anime let me, <laughs> let me start over let let me start over did this list happen before or after attack on old, titan old two take mars again with the not being able to complete a sentence i believe this was after because full metal alchemist came out when i was in high school yeah now here's here's the thing i'm gonna f- fucking attack on titan you've mucked me up now you bastard <laughs> okay here's the thing. uh let's 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 yeah <laughs> sorry my brain just shut off continue <laughs> fine. um i really liked the song miles and you're valid for like in post malone it's, it's just one song. Wait, well, how long is it? It's two just... minutes forty seconds. I can I can stand post Malone for two minutes and forty one seconds, and then I'm done. I'm <laughs> I think that's it. perfect. Oh goodness! Post see... Malone is a racist though, and I do not want to skip over that. <laughs> he believes in reverse racism. Is he? I thought he was. Oh, fuck him! I thought he was just like a weird like goblin man. He that... is just a weird goblin he, man. Well. He is. He is a weird goblin man. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I was like hanging out with some friends the other day, and they googled how old Post Malone is because he looks like a fucking World War Two vet, and he's twenty three. <laughs> oh my god! What? Oh, no, <laughs> like I'm two years younger than Post Malone. <laughs> he looks like a fucking corpse. It was crazy. I, ooh, it's, ooh. He looks like somebody just dragged him out of the ocean. Oh, like. <laughs> He's a bit of driftwood. Maybe it's like a Dorian Gray situation, except like his portrait oh is out doing crimes and he's getting worse looking. Oh my god. We yeah. need to find that painting of Donuts. <laughs> god. So Liz, what's your new favorite? Oh, my new favorite is, um, it's a song called Oklahoma, um, by Jack Stauber <laughs> from his album Pop Food. Um, which okay. I've gotten I, very into recently. So far, I'm loving all of the names that you all just of the said. Words you just said are very good. <laughs> all they're all very good. I love hot food as an album name. <laughs> it's pop. It's pop food. Oh, like pop art. Well, that's good. That's good too. Yeah. Hot food would have been better. <laughs> you should tell him to go back and rename it. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. What was his name again? <laughs> Jack Stauber. Hey, call out post for Jack Stauger. You should call it hot food instead of pop food. I get I I get the I get the pun and it's good. But also, I just like hot food as a name better. Call out post over. 
thank you. Hot food is like a good genre of food too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Go on and hand me your clothes. Take a picture too. I can see you. my exact type of weird fun song i love that so much i'm immediately looking up the album (laughs) (laughs) yeah the whole album is is really good that's not even like the most fun song on the album but um i love the the hook of the saddest little baby in the room because like um (laughs) like every time i'm at like a family gathering like you know i'm like hanging out with like a cat or a baby um oh yeah yeah and whenever like a baby starts crying at a party i just feel so bad i'm like someone go help that baby um yeah uh but um yeah, I've, I've been really into his stuff. He also does um, these really fun short animations with uh, songs that go with them. Um, yeah, I, you might I have seen them actually, like just around. Maybe, but uh, but Miles uh, in 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 the uh, in the little chat window that we've got did send us a picture of 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 the man himself. <laughs> Iconic. Yeah. In what I believe is one of those animations. Probably. <laughs> and it's it's a, it's him with a glass of what looks like orange juice. Well, it's probably not juice. <laughs> I mean, it might be. Could looks be like a, a screwdriver. Could be a, a screwdriver, could be a mimosa. I don't know. <laughs> well, that would be very irresponsible of him. I like to think that it's juice. He's got two children in the car. He does have two children in the car, but at the same time, he's not looking at the road. He's got sunglasses he has a glass on. Glass in a car. Yeah, he's just. He. It's not even a cu- a closed cup. It's just a glass. He's living large. He is living very large. I wish I uh, were me. So, uh, I I like the song. I think like one of my hurdles. I think is that like I haven't really dipped my toe that deeply into this sort of music. Um, the sort of music that Miles really likes. Sort of folk trancey fun times. Folk trance, you know. Sometimes good those sorts of. Jones. Excuse me. <laughs> Continue. No, 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 oh, no. Good. No, oh, no. I'm oh, sorry. Good. No, could you could you go ahead and forget everything that I was trying to say? Could you go ahead and repeat what the what the fuck you I just said? said? Times good eats Papa John's. Okay, could you break that down for me? Okay, so the music is fun times, uh, and then the- Wait, is that just- is that just a Papa John slogan that I never heard of? Uh, you tell me. I- well, well now I guess not, because- <laughs> It's Papa John. Let's move on. I wish you wouldn't dwell on these things when I do crimes to you. No, I- I have to dwell on them because I have to know more. Okay. You are- you are a deep well of mystery. Am I? That's what they call me at the club, I... the deep well of mystery. <laughs> Please never say that again. I'm going to. I'm changing my name uh, right now. So I- I, um, what even was I saying? I wish I knew. Who knows? Liz, do you have a follow-up to all that bullshit? <laughs> um, 
Just like again, Miles, you're so valid. Like you're the most valid person I've ever interacted so, with. So from what what I'm learning from this is uh, from this whole experience is that Miles is exceptionally valid, and I am very unvalid. No, you're very valid too. You're just you know that that picture of I think it's Steve Buscemi, and he's like, "What's up, fellow kid?" Oh, sure. I think that's you. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well, I've been I've been old my whole life. That's true. You were assigned old at birth. I was assigned old at birth, and that's the one part of my queerness that hasn't changed. That's true. <laughs> I was assigned bitch at birth. I don't know. I'm excited to listen to the rest of this album. Honestly, it's really fun. Oh yeah. Cool, I'm glad. You should look up his videos, too. There's one that's like, um, would you like a peppermint? <gasps> oh, I love him! Oh my god, yeah. that's my favorite song! <laughs> it's so good. I sing it to my girlfriend, like, all the time. That's beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize he did that. That's, like, one of my favorite little, like, animation, like, 40-second songs. It's really good. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, god. Sorry, Mars, you're, you're left out of this conversation. Hey, Mars. It's fine. What's your new favorite? It's fine. What's up? <laughs> uh, so, my new favorite this week uh-huh. is No Limits by Angel Hayes. Oh, I like Angel Hayes. I have not heard much from Angel Hayes. I like it when Moz brings an artist that I actually know. Uh, so uh, they have uh, three full-length albums, two, AP- two EPs, and a bunch of singles. And I've never heard of them until like a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. But Is that in the list of the um, non-binary musicians that I sent you? Probably. I think so. But I, I, you know I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. No, I can't read. <laughs> Uh, no, but, uh, uh, this song, this song, oh, this song, this song kicks ass. I'm glad. Like, it's, I, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it in a second, but like, like, I've also been listening to, uh, their most recent album, which is from 2015, uh, called Back to the Woods. Um, and I've, I mean, to be honest, I've got a lot of problems with it, not necessarily in like production or whatever. It's just not like lyrically my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like I'm completely compelled to keep listening to them because like their production and their vocal quality and vocal control is so incredibly impressive. Yeah. But like that was then and this is now. Yeah. And this song released in 2017 is just i don't know it's such a goddamn banger and i'm just i'm just i'm just good we're just gonna i'm just gonna bring, gonna it. bring it i'm just i'm just gonna bring it and just we're gonna, we're gonna listen to it it's so good and i and i don't know what else to say about it also like miles mentioned uh they are they are pan and a gender so like fuck yeah anyway yeah. Miles <laughs> and I fuse together. <laughs> uh anyway so let's this this will give you uh it this whole thing has so far been uh folk and uh post malone like and post malone it's been folk and post malone Malone. so this will this will maybe give you a little taste of of my music taste uh so let's let's give it a little listen and i risk everything that i got just to make sure y'all get it that i'm so different i don't have to fit in No limits, I said power, feeling, love. healing, love. that's no limits, that's no limits I'm all about love and 
synergy, focus the energy, face what's been hindering all of my growth like I'm trapped in my centerpiece, life was just peaches, well fuck it, I'm Gemini, crickets whenever I ask who contended me, I've been the best, so it feels like infinity, feels like my heart was a mountain with wildebeest, start cutting weeds, and I was an Sorry. Wow, that was really good. I I loved. The, I'm like, glad that you enjoyed it, was, it. I loved that. I loved the like um Halloween record backtrack. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. I always enjoy. Yeah. That. Yeah. This is so. This is a song that I heard uh, like once a few weeks ago, and like just it like passed by it, and then it got stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like. Not like moments of the lyrics for sure, but I'm so bad at listening to lyrics that not like that didn't really stick in my head, but just like the feel of it, the vibe of it. And like, it's got a lot of great moments in it. I mean, the intro is pretty instantly memorable with the with the teacher talking about like what stuff their students would let go to claim victory over their lives which just sort of sticks in your mind. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been meaning to check them out for a super long time, so definitely listen to more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also really love the, like, sort of, would you call it a bridge? I guess, like, the, the, like, power, spirit, healing. Like, that's a very, like, like, it was, like, a bit from Power Rangers. (laughs) It was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Or like a like a B like scary like a B list horror movie from like the sixties with like witches in it. It's very enjoyable. <laughs> it's very vivid imagery. See, it reminded me more to to me. Like I didn't even get the the horror aspect that you two were talking about. Mm-hmm. They just sounded like a uh, like a like a preacher or something. Yeah, you definitely get uh, that to me. It reminded yeah. me um, yeah. of kind of like what Prince does on some of his albums, where yeah. like he'll he has that kind of like i guess it's like a prince character <laughs> of like a, a preacher like at the be- like kind of like leading into the song so i definitely got those mm-hmm. vibes very cool yeah absolutely um yeah and and yeah the 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 production by uh suede cap they it <laughs> would know. just be suede cap but they ha- but they have an extra s at the front so i'm calling them suede cap <laughs> it, it could be suede cat but uh but I'm saying Suede Cap because producers love having stupid his... names. They really do. <laughs> We've had some doozies on well, here. Uh, I I feel like producers love having dumb names because, like, and this is kind of unfortunate, is that not many people are going to know the name of the producer, yep. so they can just put whatever they want. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, I'm fucking Captain Sex Jellyfish. Put that on the track. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like okay. a very legitimate <laughs> name well, that yeah. someone would it, have, honestly. Here's the thing. It actually does really <laughs> sound... Like, I wasn't that shocked by it because I'm like, like that's yeah, a name yeah. that somebody probably Take has. Him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know his yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's... Oh, yeah, he uh, he produced for Eminem, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> Gorillas, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorillas? Yeah, it was Gorillas? Uh, no, but uh, the production... By by, do it by you know <laughs> by you by suede cap. <laughs> uh, it's it supports them really perfectly, uh, accentuating every word, drawing you in, and it it really sort of forces you to pay attention. Yeah. It's very hypnotic yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. It's just a dope song that really stuck with me, uh. and I really look forward to uh, to whatever whatever Angel Hayes makes next because yeah. this was super dope. Yeah, yeah. You oughta. I don't have any other recommendations by them except for this song, but <laughs> there was one they did. Um, like a couple years ago they got like really popular 
I think they might have done like a same love cover or something. Anyway, uh, yeah, they've been popular for a little bit and I really enjoy them. I enjoy their work. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's all that I've got to say on on that song. Uh, I, I kept it. I kept it shorter because we're because there's three of us. Because <laughs> there's three of us this time. Because there's three of us this Our time. Our last interview went for how long? Was it? Two and a half Two and hours. hours. Wow. Well, that was including like we did a first half of the podcast and then. Well, yeah, but still. <laughs> it's like a two hour yeah. it yeah it was like a two-hour take and it was a lot of fun when penny rambled yeah here's the thing and why this one is is gonna be shorter than that one is that uh i ramble but you two are good at shutting me down and not rambling (laughs) that's flattering i feel like i talked a lot is it (laughs) it is a good skill to have is to be able to control your (laughs) co-host Like when I talk about Panic at the Disco too much. You could never talk about Panic at the Disco too much. Right? Yeah. This this show really is just Miles wrangling me in. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Uh, okay. So uh, I think I think that's going to do it for I us on this that's one. that's the end of the podcast. Oh. I think that's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. And thank you uh, uh, an extra special an extra special an extra amount. great amount to to our to our wonderful guest Liz Lehman of the Scary Jokes. Uh, really do go listen to their new album Burn Pygmalion a better guide to romance. Uh, it is on Spotify, it is on Bandcamp, it is on iTunes. Uh, it's everywhere where music is. If, if you like the stuff that we bring, then you will like this album. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's a really special album, and I would I would highly recommend giving it a listen. Uh, so so go go and do that. Um, and uh, if you have uh, a suggestion for what we talk about on next week's show, or have a song that you want to recommend us, or just have some feedback for us, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod or email us at our. Uh, at artghostpod at gmail.com. We do a listener suggestion special every couple of months uh, to show off songs sent in, so don't hesitate to share. You can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you like. If you like the show, please share it with a friend. Uh, word of mouth is really the only way that we get our get a show around, so uh, if you if you shared the show, it would uh, it would really mean a lot to us. Thank you once again for listening, and we will see you on the other side. Usually I do ghost noises, but I'm too sick to do them. Oh, I'll do some ghost noises. Oh, you're doing Yeah, do some ghost noises. Nice. Sorry, that wasn't very good. (laughs) No, it was perfect. I'm haunted. We're all haunted here. (laughs) 